0: 26 of the cop talk podcast sorry for being off for a couple weeks but you know even when we try to because get Brent's back together what's fault yeah it's my fault so it yeah works. it's my fault but jim's not even here so that shows you something and well,
1: jim's not here so ed's got to do our intro
0: well that's good because
2: come ed's
1: on, Ed. you know how Jim
2: me does it? come on you know how does go it old nasal nose here i'm gonna be <laughs> out
0: of this yeah, Ed might. Ed I'm might have. 29.
2: This is Ed <laughs> from Arizona.
0: That's
2: 26. Hey uh, bartender, I'll take another beer for crying out loud.
1: Okay.
0: So that's what. This is the effects we're we're showing in tonight's episode: the effects of NyQuil and heavy drinking. And that's Ed, how it
1: has his medication in front of him.
0: That's how it Penicin, affects the flu.
2: A, it's called codeine cough syrup, uh, penicillin, and a couple of beers <laughs> and a bottle of whiskey.
0: I think the, the the cold is running away from me real quick. I do I do believe there's a warning label for that.
2: Here's you a know, this thing, for it's funny what this thing says. It says uh, it'll put you to sleep. <laughs> Don't run heavy equipment, okay? Yeah. So I'm not doing too
0: good. So you're going to go out and work tonight with heavy equipment because I, right, I okay, drive I my in, truck. 35-ton uh, <laughs> uh, escalators over a whole bunch of people's heads.
1: Yeah, perfect. Yeah, if you're in Arizona, <laughs> get in early before it goes to work. Yeah. It's,
0: it's, it's, <laughs> it's, at not, the airport. it's not safe.
2: Oh, it says may cause drowsiness. Alcohol intensity effects. Uh, use care using machines. And it says uh,
0: may cause blurred vision. Mm. So I enjoy works. I enjoy medication. It gives me blurred vision. Gives me oh, yeah. new, Well, that, toward the, the end
1: that. of the show, we'll see if you could say the alphabet
0: <laughs> <laughs> backwards. No less right. Z B A
1: seven Z. You know what? I did that you to somebody it. once, and they did it. It amazed me really
0: <laughs> did you, you just let him the go i did i can't i can't do that totally sober
1: it or not you know impress the hell out of me
0: now I mean, well now you i guess you could cheat maybe you write it on your arm right before you start drinking
1: uh this was all right off the bat so
0: that's pretty Yeah, good.
1: and we've been gone for three Wait, week, two weeks and uh, we apologize like. for that. We had technical difficulties. Yeah, the technical uh, difficulty as,
0: was what? no one has wanted to sprint. do anything for those weeks?
1: Uh, so hopefully we're back. And Jim Jim promised to be here at 6 o'clock, and it's 625, and there's no Jim. But Jim works on football time, you know, when a quarter is supposed to be 15 minutes, but an actual quarter is like 45 minutes or whatever. So saying he takes, like, a lot of timeouts. Jim works on football time, exactly. <laughs>
0: Well, you I'm sure you have news, and we got to talk about this fire department thing, so let's start there.
1: Yeah, i got some stuff in the news from the past couple of weeks. One thing is just just keeping your eyes out. I mean, I opened the paper, and it just, man killed, two injured in shooting, Oakland Councilwoman's purse snatched, uh, pair arrested after shootings, car chase, force shot outside an Oakland restaurant. I mean, it just... Uh, headline after headline of shootings and robberies and stuff and just like we always say be aware of your surroundings keep your eyes out and you can keep yourself out of trouble one thing in the news that really got me is uh in pinole mother of suspected carjacker sues over his death the mother of a carjacking suspect shot to death last year by pinole police has filed a wrongful death lawsuit seeking 20 million Mm. A lawsuit says police use excessive force in killing Levi Boynton, a 20-year-old Vallejo resident, after a carjacking and chase that ended with Boynton driving the car into a ditch and, according to police, firing a shot that whizzed past a Pinole police sergeant's head. I am really sorry, but if somebody fires a shot at police officers, they could expect to die from lead poisoning. <laughs> I mean, it's just... That's the way it is. If you shoot at a cop, what do you expect them to do? The mother... The mother's saying that they could have tried to shoot him with a taser or talk oh, him down. I think down. so too. They yeah. should have shot him with the, a taser. This guy is firing at police, and the mother expects the police to take cover and talk him down or shoot him with a taser. Well, absolutely. That's what you get paid for, don't you? Yeah. Okay, Ed. Ex- <laughs> Ed. Now let's put. I just thought Ed. I'd be devil's advocate. Ed, you're the sergeant. <laughs> And this guy that you've been chasing, after he car- a call comes out that an armed carjacker steals a car, you find the car, you chase him, he crashes and fires a shot at you.
2: Well, you know, nowadays I would have pulled the AR out and have my triple 30 mag on there I'm ready to go. Homeboy would have looked like you know, Swiss cheese in about two seconds. <laughs>
1: yeah so but
0: I, technically, I technically, aren't you as law enforcement supposed to have better training and be more prepared and you know be able to dodge bullets and do that and still hopefully resolve the situation in a way that won't kill somebody
1: are there I, there is not a cop around where if somebody is firing at you that you are gonna just try to wait it out, wait for him to run out of bullets. Yeah, you're not going to do that. If he is firing at you, you are trained in the academy to stop the threat. It's mm. simple as that. It's you stop the threat. If he's shooting at you, Neutral I mean, technically you're allowed to go a step above their use of force. If they're coming at you with fist, you could use your baton or a taser. So you could always escalate it up to the next level. You don't have to match levels. He's already a deadly force firing bullets at you, trying to kill you.
0: So does that, you that mean you try? can take it, you can ramp it up to like rocket launcher or missile?
1: Yeah, if you have okay. grenades, you could yeah. use a grenade. That'd be awesome. Hey, right.
0: bam! Oh, that's what you think,
1: huh?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: But there's there's not a cop around that's gonna not return fire if someone's shooting at you. That's, that's just well, part it, of it. every criminal's mother has that
2: wishful thought that the police will at least try and talk their their criminal uh, offspring into please and, don't shoot at me anymore. I promise. just two, two more shots right. at me, and then I'm shooting back. And for all Absolutely. we know,
0: for all we know,
1: they probably
0: did yell at him.
1: Yeah, yeah it could well, be. She's probably hoping that uh, they'll just, you know, throw her, a, throw her a bone, you 20 know, twenty mil, yeah, something like that. And then here's another one: Kentucky man claims caffeine insanity in a wife's death. Ooh. A Kentucky man accused of strangling his wife is poised to claim excess of caffeine from sodas, energy drinks, and diet pills left him so mentally unstable he could not have knowingly killed her. Said so he just woke up angle. next to her and she was dead. I mean. Uh, <laughs> Red Bull, it makes you kill people. Yeah, the, I don't see the warning. This, oops, what did I dropped. This uh, sugar baby,
2: sugar babies worked for Dan White in San Francisco, or the Twinkies. This uh, I remember. I ate Twinkies so many Twinkies, saw. I
0: had to kill Jim.
2: They did have a Twinkie. No, he, defense. He, well, he killed he killed the mayor and uh, his boyfriend, or something like that, or something like that. Was that was back in 79. I was working that. I remember when that happened, too. Was what was fun. his
1: name? Milk? Harvey Milk? Harvey Milk. Well, Harvey
2: Milk was a yep. gay guy, and then uh, uh, George Moscone was the mayor. But yep. George Moscone and Harvey Milk were in a room with a locked door. Mm. And that never has been exploited or said what actually happened. And I guess the uh, ex-firefighter-slash-supervisor Dan White went in and uh,
1: pretty much ended the situation. Mm. Yeah. The, the defense stuff, uh, Some what some people uh, – claim is really something here's another one did you hear about this lady in uh, washington she You're gonna have to narrow it down sympathy she g- <laughs> i'm just <laughs> saying you, you know me?
0: there's just this like
1: all right all right I you know
0: this cop with a, a mustache and dark hair
1: hey that was it <laughs> a woman who oh, gained geez. sympathy worldwide after she claimed a random assailant threw acid on her face came forward thursday with a startling admission she inflicted the attack on herself that's hard to believe oh uh, it is she she threw acid onto her face causing severe burns and fabricated a story saying that she was attacked um and by an african-american person that threw what you she say she said hey pretty girl you want something to drink and then threw acid in her face and she gained national attention she got donations and everything he came out where she did it herself for sympathy i mean that that person's got to be really sick.
0: No, well, I wonder how much money she made in donations. Oh, I bet she made good money
1: oh well, here's yeah. one here's one that turns my stomach. This was semi local I think this woman drugged her child, i think her eight year old son um, shaved his head, shaved his eyebrows told him that he had cancer, told everybody, her church groups, uh, the newspapers and everything, that her son had cancer, she needed help with money for uh, his operation. So this kid thinks he has cancer, or he's dying. The mother's been drugging him. She got a bunch of donations from the church, from the public and everything. And finally relatives got hanked up about it and uh, called authorities. And it turned out it was all just a hoax to try to get money. Wow. And, you know, the cop said, just when you think you've seen it all, you see something so disgusting like this. You, just... realize,
2: you realize they do that in India and Pakistan? They cut their kids' arms off and they have them panhandled in train stations just just for know. the money? They cut their legs off, cut their arms off, and they have them in, just set up in train stations to collect money. That's what it's like in the third world. But I guess it's starting to start over here, too. Oh, yeah.
1: I mean, to do that to your own kid, it's just yeah. so
0: sick. You can have more.
1: Here's something that reminded me that Ed might do. Uh... Pennsylvania oh, we man go. Listed mix dog mix NyQuil with prescription drugs. But. <laughs> Pennsylvania man blurry, <laughs> listed dog is dependent in food scam. What now? The, the former manager of a school district cafeteria service listed his dog as a dependent so he could get discounted school lunches for his children.
2: What's wrong with that?
1: <laughs> the uh, he worked what, for a company. What's wrong where with he that? He said that so seriously. <laughs> he not only got reduced price lunches worth more than $1,700 for his children, he also helped district employees fudge their application to get more than $9,000 worth of free reduced price lunches by listing their dogs as dependents. Holy <laughs> God. Oh, God. Where, where,
0: wait, where did this happen?
1: Um, Pennsylvania.
0: How do you think? You know, uh,
2: that, That's almost as bad as the wife had a guy working for her years ago when she was a manager in a restaurant. He listed all of his kids on his shift as his shift workers. But he was collecting their paychecks on payday, so it was him plus his four kids on payday, and he was cashing all the checks, and they didn't figure it out for a couple of months. Wow.
1: There was, was a guy well, out here it? that uh, registered his dog to vote, and it actually went through, and uh, they finally caught it. Yeah, but uh, he actually got the dog registered.
0: No so. problem with our system. Yeah. <laughs> bit, no.
1: Prosecutor, woman stabbed man over feet insult. and oh, Another one in Washington. Prosecutors in Washington... State say an 18-year-old woman stabbed a 19-year-old man for teasing her that her feet smelled. The uh, Herald of Everett reported the man was found by police with a steak knife sticking out of his back, buried a few inches in. His lung had collapsed. Charging paper said trouble started when Dallas Amber Smith was drinking and hanging out with friends. See see what drinking can do to you? Was (laughs) drinking and hanging out with friends and was challenged to do a backflip. When she took off her shoes to do the backflip, the teasing started. Wow. You tell somebody their feet smell and they plunge a knife into your back. I'm telling you, that'll be our next chapter in our book. Do not insult
0: people's feet. Don't insult anybody. They'll shoot you.
1: Here's one I thought was really cool. Bogus bus driver allegedly drove several hours. Chicago transit officials said a man stole the uniform and posed as a bus driver driving around the city for several hours (laughs) picking up passengers. He, uh, he drove the bus from 8 p.m. to midnight on September 9th. Police did not release the suspect's name, but surveillance video shows him logging in and starting the bus. The suspect was found out when he returned the bus to a CTA garage on the city's south side and hit another bus. The suspect took off when a CTA employee went to get a supervisor. Authorities said the suspect is acquainted with the CTA bus driver. His uniform was reported stolen last month. CTA officials said they are evaluating procedures to prevent a similar incident. Damn, I think they ought to hire the guy. He drove around for hours on a route and picked up people and dropped them off. And uh, and apparently enjoyed the job. Yeah, he didn't even keep the money. So that, so that was pretty cool.
0: Oh, yeah, I would have kept the
1: money. Uh, and then, Brent, I sent you something today that, man, even this one has me just kind of going, wow. Um, apparently, what where, where was that at? What city tennis, Tennessee. Tennessee. Firefighters get dispatched to a... Trailer. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's a mobile home that's on fire. And apparently while in route there, they looked at a little sheet because uh, apparently Tennessee has you have to pay a fire protection fee of $75 a year to have, to have fire protection. Well, apparently this person that owned this mobile home had forgotten to pay a $75 fee. And so while firefighters are en route, they check their little booklet and go, whoa, wait a minute. This guy didn't pay his fee. So when they get there, they didn't spray one drop of water on his trailer. They ended up spraying water on his neighbor's yards and trailers to keep them from going up in flames because his neighbors (laughs) had paid the fee, and they let his trailer burn down to the ground.
2: Well, here's the other thing. The other side of that, too, is you've got auto insurance. You pay for auto insurance. He pays. I pay. And now the fourth guy wants his car insured even though he didn't pay. Yeah.
0: What? So so you're saying saying that. This is okay.
2: Well, if 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 it's a pay as you go system, you better be prepared to pay, or, right. or you're not going very far.
0: Well, he said he says right here, quote, "I just forgot to pay my seventy five bucks. I did it last year, and the year Are before, sure? it just slipped my mind. Well, the last time I checked, if I forget to pay my insurance or my but, credit you know, card, I get here, I get some problem. Now here's exactly. my take on this. I mean, American Express doesn't burn my house down, but
1: my take on this is that the firefighters should respond. Because I guess some dogs died in the fire, and I mean, how do they know that there's not his wife's not inside there? They should have fought the fire like every other fire they go to, and then put, you know, bill the guy the seventy-five dollars, uh, lean, put a lien on his property, take it out of his paycheck, whatever. But I think they should have fought that fire like they do any other fire, and then billed him for that seventy-five dollars. I don't think they should have just stood there. We talked about this earlier. That that would be like. If people have to pay a protection fee for uh, for the police, what, are the police going to go to a bank and see a guy running out with a rifle and bags of cash and go, wait a minute, that bank didn't pay their fee. We, we're not going to do anything about it.
0: So I mean, what- clearly that's a breakdown of policy for that department. I mean, that's not, spe- I mean, if people are mad at those specific firefighters, they could easily be doing exactly what their chief told them to do.
1: Well, I guess his right. son went down to the fire station and punched the chief in the eye, gave him a black eye. Well, he mm, deserves
0: that. It says right here, yeah, it says professional career firefighters shouldn't be forced to check a list before running out the door to see which home homeowners have paid up. That's yeah, but, the I mean, president it, of the International Association of Firefighters.
1: Exactly. Go put the fire out. If you find out afterward that the guy didn't pay his fee, put a lien on his property or something. You know how many left. fewer calls we'd have to go on if He's that was case. Just think of how many calls you'd be
0: on every day if you'd have to go to only ones that people paid.
2: Well, I I bet you now everybody's going to pay up.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They'll let your crap burn. Yeah. Yeah.
1: But, you know, and Ed brought up the example about insurance. Ed, we all pay for the uninsured. People are driving all over the place uninsured. I cannot believe when I listen to the radio, our motor units, when they're pulling over cars every day, there's got to be at least 8 to 10 or more people that they're drawing case numbers on because they're unlicensed. You know, no insurance, no license, no nothing. So, I mean, there's a lot of people driving. They don't have insurance. That doesn't stop them from driving, but we all pay for it through uninsured motorist you know, fees that we pay because we want to be protected if we get hit. So that doesn't stop people.
2: Well, it, But, yeah, it didn't stop this guy. He didn't pay, so he didn't get what he wanted.
1: So he lost his uh, mobile home. And his dogs and his cats. And... Well, next time you'll pay. Yeah, I mean, well,
2: if you pay-as-you-go I... pay system, that's. I mean, if you got that kind of a system and the guy knows it, i don't oh, really
1: i don't understand ed ed's gone the cops you know cops are getting shot at bullets whizzing by their head they shouldn't oh, do geez, anything you know, and yet that this one. guy this guy doesn't pay a 75 dollar fee and ed goes screw the guy he didn't pay 75 bucks <laughs> screw him, let it burn to the ground
2: well you should get on auto pay then put it on the <laughs> 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 no i mean honestly if that's the system uh... notice, says hey pay and he doesn't pay and that's, that's what happens, you know. So I, I don't blame think him. it's...
1: I mean, my just my opinion, I don't think it's right. Well, it's a different system we have out here in the West Coast. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's, yeah. That's... You
0: They're know, sure out, you here, you, have fire trucks. out here, they got so many... I mean, like in my area, I'll tell you, you know, you get 50 fire trucks just for a fire alarm, so...
1: Oh, you know, when... Because uh, the firefighters out this way, they go to so many medical calls because they have the paramedics, so... Anytime a call comes out for medical where an ambulance is going to be dispatched, the fire department gets dispatched and they get so tired of going to all these medical calls and stuff that when a real house fire comes out, they, they, I was funny because my police car was in front of a fire. I was first on scene. I happened to see a house on fire. I ran up to make sure everybody was out man, the fire trucks look like bumper cars coming down the street trying to be the first one there because the first one gets to pull all their hoses and go in and fight it. And these firefighters are almost fighting each other to be the first one there. And they're laughing and joking, saying how they're racing each other to get the first one to an actual fire to have a little bit of excitement.
0: Well, I think it's because you don't have to go back to the station and clean. Right. You could stay there for a couple hours and, you know.
1: No, but, hey, I got
0: I got be- all the respect for my guys because they no, told me. They want to me- be
1: the ones that are going in to fight the fire. They don't want to be the support team that's, you know, helping drag hoses or, or bringing air or something. They want to be the ones, you know, going inside and knocking this fire down. So they want to be the first ones on scene. Oh, yeah. Especially
0: unless you're in a like a big city, then you really don't want the thing to ring at all because you're busy so much you never.
1: (laughs) Or two in the morning.
0: Yeah, I mean, because I know guys that work in San Francisco and some of the other bigger cities, and you know, it's just nonstop call after call after call for 24 hours.
1: Yeah. Well, so much for in the news. I guess we could talk about something that you know people want to hear about because you know our our book says what you don't know will shock you. So maybe give them some news. Somebody asked me what cops. Power is when they're off duty. If if cops are cops off duty, if their power stops, you know when when they get off duty, if they're not a cop anymore. And at least in most jurisdictions, cops are cops 24/7 every single day. Whether they're off duty, on duty, they're cops. Um, most cops will not get involved in something off duty in plain clothes and whatnot unless it's really serious if somebody's life is in danger then then they'll get involved but otherwise if they see something happening they'll be like you know what they tell everyone else to do they'll be a good witness they'll call it in they'll give descriptions and they'll be a good witness um i was telling brent in the pre-show i was on the way home from work i got off late one day i was like two or three in the morning and this car is all over the freeway in front of me stopping in the middle of the freeway at an exit and just staying stopped for like you know, 10 seconds and then taken off, swerving, almost hitting other cars, almost running off the road. I called the highway patrol, it was shift change, I didn't have anybody available, so I followed this guy through two or three cities on the phone, trying to give him updates, hoping a cop would get there, because although I was in uniform, I was in my own personal truck.
0: Yeah, where are the cops when you need them?
1: Exactly. So he got took off an exit in a certain city, and they transferred me to that city, I gave him the description, the guy pulled into an apartment complex. I followed him in. He pulled into a parking stall. He hit the post, almost hit the car next to him. So I parked, you know, maybe ten stalls away. And just when the guy put in reverse and started backing up again to leave, uh, the the police department showed up and they contacted him. And I told him what I saw. And uh, the so guy what, he was so totally you... out of the area. He was making up a, a lie, saying he'd been in his friend's apartment the whole time and he was just leaving to go get pizza. So I. I told him I followed this guy all the way from my city and and what had happened.
0: I would have been sure that you would recognize that it was Jim.
1: (laughs) No, it wasn't Jim. Jim. Bummer. But, uh, you know, it turned out they arrested this guy and everything, but it it was an hour or two of my time with this and I didn't get paid for that. You know, I was just basically a a citizen at the time, although I I was a cop in a uniform, I was basically a citizen. Yes, but
0: I thought technically by 8:32 PC, you're you're mandated to take action at certain
1: times. At certain times, life, if you know, life-threatening situations where somebody's life is a danger. I mean, if I see something, a burglary going down on my street, or what I think might be a burglary, I'll call in and I'll be the best witness possible. Um, I'm not going to go jumping fences and take people down at gunpoint in plain clothes for a property crime. Number yeah, so one,
0: you get shot by the responding officers. Yeah,
1: exactly. So you know, most cops will not get involved in something minor. You, now, you do have some like new cops um, or wannabes, you know, new ones that they'll pull over people, force somebody to the side of the road in a in a plain car because they you know, committed a traffic violation. Yeah, that would probably
0: not keep you employed for very long.
1: Right. But most cops aren't going to get involved in something off-duty unless it's life-threatening. Now, most cops are armed off-duty. So if they're in a bank and a robbery goes down, it's their decision whether they're going to pull their gun out, you know, because it's a tough call. If they pull their gun out and say police and this guy opens up and, you know, kills five you know innocent people he's gonna have to answer why he pulled his gun out of the time but the way I look at it is if I'm having dinner with my wife or something and I'm armed and a robbery goes down and they're going around taking wallets they're gonna find out I'm a cop and they're probably gonna do something you know to me anyway so I'm I'm probably gonna take a chance and try to take them out before they take me out
0: yeah I ask I ask that question on our oral boards because reserves are so you know in many cases level two or level one there's differences between those two when you're off duty you know you're not a cop as a level two you are as a level one yet you know you don't you, you can still make those same decisions you, you it's up to you to make that decision if if you want to do something about it but we bring in that whole issue of what if you're with your family or with some friends or you know right how do you make that decision wisely and I'll tell you I've heard some incredibly interesting answers
1: there are and most of the time like i said they don't want to jeopardize anybody so if they could be a good witness they are going to be a good witness but if they have to take action they will i know ed struggled with a lot of decisions when he was out and about and witnessed a crime ed would struggle with the decision as should i shoot him with my nine or with my 38 <laughs>
0: with my 45? no now it's with my machine gun or my 50 cal or my tank yeah.
1: Oh, he's got a fifty cal with a grenade launcher mounted on his. Uh, we heard
0: you nodding off there. That's the that's the night oh, Yeah, yeah, you did wake me up I got to
1: that.
2: <laughs> that brings back that brings back a funny story. Mark might want to share about uh, either packing or not packing when you go to a function in a state park or a city park, and uh, and a big big riot breaks out. And you don't have a gad on you. <laughs> how, how how naked you feel? Oh yeah, was that?
1: That... that was you. Oh yeah, I thought <laughs> you weren't there though.
2: No, if I was, you would have been safe because I'd have had a gun in my pants. Oh, yeah,
1: I, I happen to go to a... Uh,
0: I don't want to hear about gun. That's.
1: I happen to go to a... Well, you can't hide a gun in a bathing suit very well. <laughs> but uh,
0: Speedo, gun, mark, no. Yeah, but here you, I
1: am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a cop off duty, took my family with me to a, a um, park with a little beach lagoon. And my neighbors went with me with their little kids, and we're all walking out to the car. We're just about to get into the car, and I hear all this yelling and screaming. And I look up, and there's like 10 people running toward our direction, all these little gangbangers. One of them's bleeding down the side of his face. The other one's got a big old gash on his arm, pouring blood out. And these other guys are all chasing them. I mean, a situation like that, I didn't have a gun, so I really felt naked in case one of these guys tried to carjack me or something. But uh, there, there's not a whole lot you could do in a situation like that when you're on arm. Again, you got to be the best witness you can
0: be. I'll be keep talking, you guys. I'll be right back. Hang on.
1: You're going to go get a cocktail, too?
2: Hey, Ed, you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. Man,
1: I thought it was just me for uh, for a little no, bit. No, no,
2: no. no the, you know, primarily, I think the reason why I, why I carry, not because I'm going to intervene unless it's an absolute life-threatening emergency, but I don't want to be a victim. I've, I've, I've dealt with too many victims and it, it broke my heart on a lot of occasions to see what's happened to people out there. And, and a simple instrument that can be safely deployed to, to stop a, stop a crime without, without hurting anybody. You,
1: you could, could tell have, a new officer, um, by they, they carry everywhere. I mean, I don't care if they're coming to training at the department, you know, just something that has to do with uh, case law. They're, they're carrying everywhere. And, uh, so nice. as a, hop, a, as a cop is for on backup. for a while they uh you, they get away from it and even me i i didn't carry it for a long time i have a couple of guns and i pick and choose where i go if i'm going to an area where i think maybe I ought to you know carry it with me i'll throw it in my truck and take it with me but lately i just bought another little gun a, a little 380 a car a p380 nice little oh, did gun that fit, oh, fits cool. in a pocket it's a hold six plus one and I'm going to start carrying more. Just reading these headlines, there are just carjackings everywhere, robberies. I mean, times are getting tough, and I do not want to become a victim, and I don't want to see my, you know, something happen to my family. So I'm starting to carry a little bit more. But yeah, it's same as you said. It's because I don't want to be a victim. Nah, I just yeah. moved to
0: Arizona. Yeah.
1: You can carry it.
2: Spe- speaking of Arizona, you see the, uh, you see the website I sent you, Mark, about the machine gun shoot coming up?
1: No, I haven't opened, uh, opened it up yet.
2: Oh, it's pretty cool. I mean, here in Arizona, we got machine gun shoots like you do in the rest of America,
1: wow. um, except for no, no, California.
2: Pun on California. Yeah. And by the way, the Brent, local your, KFC. Yeah, <laughs> yours yours did kick back as uh, spam mail. Mine did. Again. Yeah, it came back as spam mail. It says, SpamCop, uh, uh, blocked this using uh, something, 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 or other service unavailable.
0: SpamCop? I don't run. Yeah,
2: it says, uh, www.spamcop.net
0: forward slash oh, blah, blah. Oh, no. Brent's been infected by a virus. No, no, that's not me, man. We'll have to figure that out after the show. Cause okay. Right. But anyway, they're having a, a
2: machine gun shoot. You can rent uh, 50 cals. You can rent AKs, full autos. And, you know, for a certain amount of money, you can blast away at this range. It's a whole weekend long, and they do it at night shoots. Where guys get the remote-controlled airplanes and fly them up and see who can knock the plane out of the out of the sky first, and they use tracers. So you see everybody firing tracers at this little uh, little like uh, you know, be a Cessna toy Cessna. What do they Trying put like, like a little a hamster
1: them. inside of it or something? <laughs>
2: well,
0: that would be cruel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no,
2: you'd have Pete up there then. No, yeah, that sounds that's, cool. Uh, so
1: you're going to go to it.
2: Yeah, I think this year I'm actually going to check it out. They do it twice a year here in Arizona. It's going to but take fifty
1: cal out there to rent it out to make money.
2: <laughs>
0: hey,
1: those so other buddy, guys. Buddy
2: of mine at work has a homemade cannon. He's taken up there. It's uh, it's actually made out of a oxygen cylinder, and he fires bowling balls out of it. and They go
1: about six, seven hundred feet, and it's really cool to watch. Be careful what you say, because the black Suburbans are going to show up at your friend's house here on uh, not well, they, too they can long. Go to,
2: go to the machine gun shoot and meet him there too. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, it's 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 all legal. Everybody has licenses for it to get their class threes and all that kind of stuff. So, but if you ever want to see something like that and it's it's supposed to be really cool up up, up close and personal, it's only twenty five bucks for the weekend, and you can bring your RV and camp out and all that kind of stuff. And that's well, actually,
0: I mean, that's incredibly inexpensive to be able to go out and shoot anything. Well, Take no some
2: no, no, no.
1: pictures. No, just, but,
2: the twenty-five four. bucks get you in the gate, but if you're gonna rent an AK, like I was telling you earlier, it's four bucks a round for the 50 cal full right. auto. Four
1: bucks a round? That's, that's well, not that bad. Bucks for to make
2: them, it costs three bucks a round for 50 cal to make them, yep. much less shoot them at full auto. So you figure uh, if a guy blows a hundred rounds off in 20 seconds, that's four hundred bucks of ammo he just shot off.
0: Yep. So
2: you uh, give me two money.
1: rounds of 50 caliber. And, uh, <laughs>
0: right, right. And 14 watermelons, please.
1: Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: But it's, yeah, pretty cool stuff. So I'll, I'll take a lot of pictures when I go there at the end of the month and we uh, can see yeah. me get up a few on the site.
0: Yeah, we'll post them. Yeah. I can only imagine the people that will be pictured in those photos.
1: Oh, it's, it's... Oh, is,
0: it
1: held, is it held at Walmart? <laughs> no, 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 no.
0: It's the 50 cal shoot at the local Walmart.
1: Right, yeah. That's a whole
0: different type of place. So... Should we actually talk about something that's important and coming up, which is Halloween? Actually, real oh, quick. Look at that. Jim, Jim's actually calling me. Oh, jeez. Let's see what he has to say. We'll, we'll put him on. Here, hang on. Uh Don't say any swear words. We're on the air. Uh, Thanks, sir. Yeah, so uh, now, now that we're taking a call from Jim, uh, how can I help you?
1: Jim's on daylight savings time. He's an hour Uh
0: behind. I don't know. I, you're joined today on the show by uh, Mark and uh, Ed and myself how can we help Uh, you
3: uh...
0: Uh, no uh... and apparently you don't know the word what time is it because you're you're late actually I just got through teaching a class part of teaching a class was how you
4: can uh, lose your cell phone going overboard working in the marine environment so I actually didn't have it on my belt and I
1: apologize Uh, that's that's like his fifth phone yeah
0: no I'm no he said he didn't lose his phone so he's doing okay so are you gonna join us tonight or no I can. You can? Did you start yet? Yeah, uh, yeah. We're uh, like thirty four minutes, minutes into it, yeah. Okay. So, so ple well, could you get online and call me? I'm uh on New York Slough down by Pittsburgh on the uh, boat. So get on uh, get on to Skype and I'll call you. How do I do that? Oh, oh my killing God. me. Just being recorded? Yes. <laughs> so <laughs> So, so basically, everybody now thinks you're an idiot, yes. Thanks, Brent. No Appreciate problem. I told you you were on the air. What you say is up to you. Okay, I'll try. So, so engage, and engage like Skype, later. and I'll call you. I'll engage. Bye. Roger. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm on <in> the air.
1: <laughs> now, he's done remote shows before, so he didn't like, forget like how to do times. it. Like ten times, yeah. Anyway, mm-hmm. hey, real quick, what Special. we were covering about being off-duty – if I'm sure everybody's heard about that San Jose cop, that his daughter was having sex, sexual relations with her boyfriend, and uh, they were both minors. So on his way home, on his police motorcycle, he got off duty. On his way home, he went by the boyfriend's house. And according to him, he okayed this with the boy's parents like a scared straight type thing, went in, handcuffed the kid, told him it was against the law, he could go to jail, blah, 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 blah. He's going down the wrong path. Well, apparently the parents afterward said no, he didn't agree to do this, and they filed a major big lawsuit against the department and they so, internal affairs so. investigation, and the guy's off on administrative leave until they uh, figure this out. So it, it presents issues about... You know how cops can represent themselves when they're off duty, if they could actually represent themselves as a cop or not. Right. So, um, that, that's a really big issue that's that's going on right now about what he did off duty, but in uniform and with his police motorcycle.
0: Hmm. Yeah, that's Hey, probably, Jim's logged on. I'm getting him online. You just. Oh, that's interesting.
1: Hello. It's, it's cool. It's,
0: ring, it's ringing him like you can hear it. That's really kind of strange. Hello. <laughs> uh, uh, I hope this is the right Jim.
1: Hey Jim, I got to say, Ed did a terrible intro for episode twenty-six, so we got to hear it from you.
0: Oh man! Listen to that. That
1: what, was what was that? Did he fall overboard and go <laughs> yeah, a
0: splash? i I have a feeling that he might be on a fringe area, A what area fringe fringe mm. fringe yeah, that's the, an area next to something that's a little you're just a little off from where that normal place is,
4: and that's word of the week well, dude, it's weird out here on the river, there's actually lightning to the east it's uh it's pretty cool,
0: yeah, now there's looks like there's oh you okay. <laughs>
4: <laughs> yeah you guys trained. You guys trained something on that episode 26
0: wow. <laughs> so uh so we've already talked about everything tonight except we were actually going to go into uh, this upcoming holiday week you know this October Halloween. 31st Halloween thing Halloween thing so I guess we can I don't know we could put you on the spot and see what uh, what you do on patrol for Halloween. Or do you just take? We napped at people? Mark. Oh, now it's Mark.
4: Here, so my daughter said he's going to dress up as a dick this year, and I didn't know what that what that meant. Whether it was going to be Dick Ramirez or you know Dick Johnson or you know how he's going to pull that off, or a, or a detective, Dick Tracy, yeah.
0: Dick Tracy, yeah,
4: Dick Tracy. There we go. But uh, no, on the river. I mean, it's pretty mild. Everyone's Halloween's more of a land uh, land thing than anything else, and. A lot of the marinas and resorts, you know, they have Halloween costume parties and stuff. But it's well, you don't get swell, fishermen you
1: know, from, fishermen dressed up like a fish.
4: <laughs> what, 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 Seriously? <laughs> really? That's, that's all we got. <laughs> but what, uh, <laughs> what's Jim <gym> going as? <laughs> Uh, Jim's going to go as the most talented professional police officer in Northern California and parts of Alabama. Thank you very that much. Is. That's, that's wow,
1: great. that is truly Halloween. You know, things that aren't true on Halloween. It's <laughs> a <laughs> so straight-up lie. Hey, Jim, uh, here, here's a question Jeff real Mark. quick. In the beginning of okay, the show, uh-huh, uh-huh, beginning uh-huh. of the show, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. you on the edge of your seat? I am. I am. Uh-huh. <laughs> Beginning of the show, we had an article where a mother was suing a police department in Panoles for wrongful death against her son. Her son was an armed car uh, carjacker, stole the car at gunpoint, the- got in a big police chase.
4: And did he just say stole with a D on the end? He said stole the car. <laughs> did he just say stole the car?
1: You're you're
0: taking this out of context.
4: Just keeping it real. But go ahead, Mark. <laughs> Mark, he stole a car. <laughs> He did the car. <laughs>
0: Will you just Man, answer the question? Back, back, back to yeah, Halloween. The question. Back did to he
4: Halloween. at the intersection, or did he stall at the intersection?
1: <laughs> no, I think...
4: All right, go ahead, Mark. Did we? Right. It was, yeah, was a, a bad, was a bad idea to let Jim call did, in.
0: Did we actually she's miss doing... Jim? That's my she's question.
4: She's suing the county. She's suing the city. She's suing the state. She's suing everybody she can. But it's going to be one of those that go nowhere.
1: She's oh. suing for wrongful death saying that the police used excessive force on her son and shot him to death. But he stole a car and got in a police chase, and he crashed it in a ditch, and then he opened fire on the cops, and a bullet whizzed by his sergeant's head. Ed thinks that we should have tried to talk him down. And I, told
2: no, him, I don't. I said <laughs> <not> a, I, <laughs> I, I would have yeah, got my triple mag, my third, my ninety round Ed, triple mag for the AR.
1: Sm- Ed initially said we should have just stood by and talked him down. That's every time. That let him run out of ammunition. Not and I was going to ask Jim, do you know any cops that are being fired on that wouldn't just light him up?
2: There's some that I know that would have ducked and probably ran the
1: other way. Why? actually, I know a few I, You
4: know, I don't think I would have shot because, you know, you have to take into consideration he was probably uh, ADD, probably had anger management, uh, probably was molested <laughs> as a child, and he probably had a lot of things going against him, probably had poor grades in school, probably didn't have a lot of friends, probably didn't have a job, probably didn't have any money. Uh, that's why he had to steal a car because he didn't have a car. So with all those things pointing to him being a friggin' loser, um, I think we should have shown him a little, uh, humanity and just, uh, you know, wait until he was figuring out ammo.
1: Jim, I hear. I'm, I'm, with,
4: Ed, I'm with Ed on this. I'm with Ed on this one.
1: All right, back Jim, to Halloween. I'm sorry
4: Jim, I
2: asked. Jim, we can, we can become counselors at the end of your career.
4: Roger that. Absolutely. I'm down. I mean, we're, uh, we're a kindler, gentler society. Kindler. Yeah.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. You
4: know, if and you're I, shooting at me, I'm going to smile and I'm going to say, um, I'm sorry, but you missed. Would you like to try again?
1: No. I'm sorry, but I know Ed, and I know Ed would have rammed him at 100 miles an hour, taken him out with his car, then jumped out and emptied his guns because the guy was still twitching.
0: I
2: think. Well, if I could reposition
1: the gun in his hand so
2: it was aiming at me, then I would shoot him again. <laughs> hey, I want <laughs> yeah, the shield. Mackie wouldn't
4: have for that crap.
1: No, okay, the I'm sorry, is, was...
4: Any Any officer in their right mind would have uh, done exactly what, uh, what Penol did. You defend yourself, you know. It comes down to three things. You know, you use your firearm to protect yourself, to protect your partner, and to protect the public. And that's what they were doing.
1: You got to stop the um, threat. If someone's trying to it, kill you, you got to yeah. stop the threat.
4: Hey, Nuts had to make the conscious decision. Am I going to be a total friggin'. <clears throat> Brent can put in a bee, no. but. Uh, you know the dude made a choice, and everyone knows what happens is when uh, when you point a gun at a cop. You know it's not going to be a pretty ending. So you know you lose, you lose, and uh, say la vie.
1: Boy, poor, uh, they're, poor Fremont. Let me
2: let me, let ahead, me close Dad. out my comment, Mark, before I insult people who may be listening about running from gunfire. Uh, my myself I, myself, I was shot at one time in the middle of the night, and I hid behind the vehicle because I had no idea where the gunshots were coming oh, from.
1: Yeah. and that's when you directed me in as cover, and I get out of my car, and I go up to the van. I go, Ed, where are they shooting at? He goes, at the van you're hiding in front of me. <laughs> <Gee>, thanks, Ed. <laughs> could you told me that uh, before uh, I ran up there? That
2: was almost <laughs> as bad as the S.O. deputy rolled in from the, other, from the west side and parked right in front of the whole scene. I'm like, no, no, get out of the way. That's where the bullets are coming Ed. from. <laughs> I said
4: it then. That's Ed, I said it That's then. That's better I'll than locking, locking the chunk of the car at the drive-in. That's freaking yeah. cool.
1: <laughs> Ed, I said it then. I'll say it now. We have radio, so you warn other officers about <laughs> bullet
2: I was hiding from the bullet fire, the gunfire. You <laughs> come running up to the front of the van wanting to get shot. I'm like, what the hell is wrong with this guy? <laughs> well,
1: if you, yeah, you called, cover, cover. I'm being shot at. Give me cover. <laughs> so I go to cover you. Don't park there. No, not there. later. That's what they're <laughs> shooting at. Oh, okay. Thanks, Ed. Hey, Mark, thanks uh, anyway, for parking le- there. You're yeah, totally nobody, right.
2: Got, right. The nobody got shot but the car that I was hiding behind. <laughs>
4: <laughs> <laughs> That's what partners are for. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: that was some glass all over, bullet cases oh, well, everywhere. They, had, fun they fun. had automatics, too, didn't they? AK rounds.
2: Well, they shot a bunch of rounds off of that, uh, that colorful bar there at uh, the major four-way intersection downtown. Right, right. And they were shooting at each other and missed each other with about 30 rounds, and they went down four more blocks on right. the— uh, South side of the street and fired a few more rounds. And I pulled up like John Wayne in my second year on patrol. Thought I'd walk down the middle of the gunfire. And that didn't work either. So <laughs> I had to take cover. And that's where I wound up was hiding behind the van while they shot at each other. and me.
0: I'd hide behind Mark, too.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. You know, I was hiding behind the van. I look up and there's bullet holes all over where I'm hiding. I go, oh, that's probably not a good spot to hide at. Yeah, yeah I was
2: hiding behind the van. You're
0: up in front there with the bullet holes.
1: Hey, Jim, you got a lot of feedback. Turn your radio down or something. There we go.
0: I think I think he might have just dropped off.
1: I don't
3: know. If
1: She's
0: he's wearing a drop. Anyway, back. <laughs> <laughs> it's not only technical difficulties
1: are funny jim Jim. Uh, anyway, back to Halloween. We have oh. we have the uh, story in the book about Halloween. Uh, precautions to take. It's um, if you got young kids, I mean, when me and Jim were young...
0: kind of sounds like a chicken. What
1: the heck is that noise?
0: It's like a chicken in the background.
1: Can you turn it you turn Are
0: you
4: there? Dead. Oh,
0: oh you're, you, you decided to join us again?
4: I just want a in. Yeah. You there?
0: Yeah, I right. should learn how to use the mute button.
1: Maybe you were in a fringe area again. Yeah, I think Jim... I
4: had to call a boolean. It's windy out here. <laughs>
1: wow okay we'll give you a life-saving award for that one Uh,
0: that's a band that that you wear
1: bottom line when me and Jim were young I mean my parents would turn us loose at dusk and we'd be gone for three or four hours we'd run home empty our bags on the living room floor and go out and fill it up again they didn't care where we went you really didn't have to worry about it but nowadays you do know where your kids are going take them especially if they're younger take them with you um, inspect their candy when, when they come home and dump the candy out. Inspect it. If anything looks homemade, hey, I'm sorry, but unless you know the next-door neighbor that made it, chuck it. If, if the wrapper looks any anything at all, looks old, looks opened up, chuck it. Don't take chances because there, there are sick people out there now that, you know, put needles in candy or put razor blades in candy. Homemade well, the stuff,
4: other thing, they, too, they they I- them. The other thing too, it's like kids of today. They they run in these little packs, and it's like a mob mentality. And and uh, one kid, you know, might say something or look at someone the wrong way, and then you've got nine kids, you know, gang piling on one and just literally beating them to a pulp. Uh, I mean, major major head injuries, kicks to the face, whatever, just for the kid. You know, being a kid, out having a good time, and no one gets along anymore. And, and it's no more one on one where two kids having a beef, you know, iron it out. It's, it's 10 will jump in like a pack of rats, and then as soon as the sirens start coming, then they all, you know, run like little friggin' chickens. But, um, you know, it's not good to be out. Don't let your kids go out, especially the young ones, out by themselves without supervision. It's just not worth it. And Halloween's well, I... supposed to be a fun holiday. I yeah, can... where
1: I work, we get calls probably at least ten of them where it comes out as a two eleven strong arm strong. robbery. Yep. And, um, it's like Jim said, you got this pack of goons that are walking around. They're not even dressed up. They may have a mask on or they're not even dressed up and they're just out terrorizing younger groups of kids. They're grabbing their candy. They're taking their, not just their candy, but their cell phones, their iPods. And I mean, and they, they terrorize these kids and unfortunately it's like that. So go out with your kids, you know, and don't let them play with candles and a flammable costume or they're going to be a human torch.
4: (laughs) You could I mean, go just, and if your before. kids if your kids see someone dressed as Lady Gaga coming at them, run because it's gonna be Brent. I just this it's is what me. I heard. I heard yeah. that he's gonna be dressing up as Lady Gaga. To me that's a little weird. It, it uh, suggests some weird friggin' psychological traits, so I don't know, but Boy, I'm, just I'm, saying.
0: I'm so glad that we already talked so much crap about you at the beginning of this show before you were here that you have nothing to say now.
4: See, I'm so, feeling the hate.
0: Hey, well, I, I, keep, I actually am till, feeling the hate. Wait till you hear the show.
1: Hey, Brent, so, in your gated community, do you guys all dress up like the night before and go a
0: little but, parade down the streets? Yeah, that's that's what we do. So, what's really interesting here is that I've been here for about I don't know, 10, 15 years now, and we get nobody, nobody in our community comes by.
1: Yeah,
0: and oh, I mean, there's you, kids.
4: You, you even see it on the city streets. You know, working patrol. You know, like over the last couple years when I was uh, off the river, you know, you don't see anywhere near the large groups of kids and parents walking down the street with, like, pumpkin flashlights and having fun. It's just kind of these sporadic groups, and, you know, back in the day when Mark and I were were kids, my parents would go to the trouble of making, like, a haunted house in the, the front part of the house, which was really pretty extravagant, and... You know, the newspaper would come by and take pictures and do a story on it. And, you know, it was cool. It was a fun time of the year to celebrate. But you just don't see that anymore.
1: No, it just, I mean, when you and me were young, there would be people everywhere. But I think just society in general. People are leery now. They take their kids to parties. I live in an area. um, It's a regular neighborhood. Lots of houses around. And I love Halloween. I have thousands of dollars in props, animated props and fog machines and strobe lights and you know, the uh, uh, motion-activated monsters, and I mean, I have thousands of dollars in this, and I set up a haunted house um, every year, and I'm lucky if I get 10 or, or 15 people, so...
4: That's someone not taking their medication. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, speaking of medication, you missed it out. We're going to have Ed do the alphabet at the end of the show, because he's been doing codeine and beer and a few other things, I think.
2: B Z A. Speaking of alphabet, I'm gonna hurry and pull it up on screen here. And see if I can say it backwards or not. You guys hearing me?
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but anyhow, with Halloween, take your precautions. We have a chapter in our book. You know, is, is our book still on sale, Brent?
0: Uh, it is. Yes. Oh my uh, God!
1: You know, as as a joke, I took not even as a joke. I said, Brent, we need to lower the price of the book to try to sell some of them. You know, because what is it normally twenty nine ninety five? Uh, yes. And so I told Brent to lower it down to what eleven ninety five or twelve ninety five? Twelve something.
2: Twelve something. And I got a, but, and got he a did. buddy here in Chandler who uh, who's buying one, so give him a deal.
0: He already and, got it. I already oh shipped God. it. What do
2: you mean, give did him a you deal? Get, you, get, you give him a good deal? Yeah, I gave him a deal. He bought
0: it. He paid for it. I can't give him a deal after the fact. Well, so send him an extra one. Send him an extra one. What
1: he pay full price? No, he paid the twelve ninety nine. Oh, okay. go. Well, cool. it costs us that much to print the books. Twelve ninety five. It's normally twenty nine ninety five. What kind of deal do you want us to give them? Free well, and send on-
2: At least, Obama at least 12- Joe. Joe. No, no. Jared Joe wouldn't talk to me. I said I told him uh, we had only forty thousand listeners, and he laughed and said, "Huh? Gotta have at least four hundred for me." So that was really, Did you Talk to him? No, I talked to his PO. PIO. P I O.
1: Really, and he blew us off.
2: Well, I'll tell you later. He <laughs> <laughs> didn't blow me off. I tell you, really tell you about that. Uh, but, uh, no.
1: Yeah, well. All right, hey, this. hey, Brant. Ed wants the deal for his friend, so refund all his money and send him coupons for free pizzas from Roundtable. Yeah, I'm just gonna oh, give no, him Ed's pay. Hey, Ed, have you bought a book yet?
4: Uh, well, I know uh, all the things you're about. <laughs> rights books, uh, so you talk about. You can never hesitate. That was a classic sign of deception. Uh, what do you mean?
2: <laughs> you ought to see me blink my eyes about five times when he asked the question, too. <laughs> uh, all
1: right.
0: Well, what we can do if you want, we can push, uh, we could talk about it now or we could push it to next week, which is uh, thefts from your garage, which is a big topic. And I mean,. Really, as we get closer to Halloween, it might be a good topic to hit on anyway, because I know plenty of people in my neighborhood who leave their garage doors open all night
1: long.
4: Hang on, i got to go check well, some. Current, current, current trends, just in the last month, we've uh, we've got another little crime spree going where, and we know who the suspect is, we just haven't been smart enough to catch him in the act yet, but um, he's stealing uh, bass boats, expensive like Legend and Stratus, uh, um, bass tracker boats. And he's stealing it right up, right out of people's driveways. He, he hooks up and leaves, and then uh, you find the boat the next morning in a vacant field with the outboard gun You know, with the expensive Merck or Johnson uh, taken right off. And he'll just use a sawzall and cut the transom and, and take the motor, so he doesn't have to take the time to to do anything else. And it's getting into thousands and thousands of dollars of property loss and all that can be uh... be eliminated if you get one of those trailer coupling locks which are about twenty bucks but they're invaluable because even if you put a padlock over your uh... your coupler on your trailer someone could still put it on an undersized ball and drive it away you know and just hope that they don't hit a speed bump to where it's going to come off but with that coupling ball lock that actually fits into the receptacle, um, there's no way they can take your trailer. So,
1: You know, another no, way to do it, too, the- is Harley, Harley-Davidson sells those really thick, they're not even cable, they're like link locks. They're You cannot cut them. Run that through your wheel and the trailer frame, and they can't tow the trailer anywhere. The wheel would lock up. So that's another right, thing right. you could do, too.
0: Yeah, unless you work for the towing company that Brent used to work for, where we just drag that crap right down the street.
1: Well, that would draw attention if you got a locked up tire with smoke and the smoke screeching. Too, screech
0: too and late like when I'm doing forty.
1: <laughs>
2: hey Jim, do any Keep of them talking. have a full last... what's that? Jim any, any of those boats have low jack on them at all?
4: No, nope, nope. And that's something they could easily get if they wanted. <laughs> yeah, they got I mean, low jacks and laptops cup- now, yeah. Well, yeah, okay. they have laptops, golf carts, uh, you know, anything. Yeah, OnStar.
1: Exactly. you could you could get, you know, anything that's some kind of a tracking device in there that's activated, you know, when you find it stolen. But, you know, once it's stolen, it's probably probably too late. When you got a $20,000 out, you,
4: you guys are sitting there at the computer with your headphones on, but I got to tell you, I got the best view in the world right now. Because I'm coming up the San Joaquin River, and uh, in the east towards the Sierras, all you see is the whole skylight up with lightning. And it looks pretty spectacular. Thanks for that. Is it
2: a that. wet rain or dry rain?
4: It ain't raining here, and uh, it, it's supposed to be a pretty dry rain back there in Arizona, so.
2: Well, I mean, as far as as far as far up there, I mean, what I'm asking is because the <laughs> dry lightning strikes up there in the Sierras start the forest fires.
0: Yeah, no, it's probably all dry. Okay. Although it was,
2: it you was. Matt,
4: uh, are you near uh, Lake Apposu?
0: No,
2: I'm about 150, 75 miles away.
4: Holy cow. Jim wants to of be my a friends cop are at there. Lake <laughs> Anyway. Anyway. A bunch of my friends were at Lake Havasu for the uh, for the World Finals this week, and they said that the weather's just been off the hook. It was raining, but it was ninety degrees, and there's thunder and lightning, and and it's just you know wild.
2: Yeah, it's been uh, we had a wild storm in the valley yesterday, dumping uh, uh, hail that was the size of fifty cent pieces, busting people's windshields out and everything else. Jesus. Yeah, it's pretty pretty cool. Now, now the weather's the we we've lost twenty degrees per day since that storm yesterday. It's probably going to stay that for the rest of the next six months. But wow! Uh, Lahavasu is a beautiful place. I want to go up there uh, one of these days and see it. It's an oh, awesome Jim,
1: place to go. Jim wants to be a deputy there during spring break.
2: I was going to say something about spring break when I figured get an old furb joke in, so I left it go. You know. Well, they
1: have that TV show um, where the deputies. I, I forgot what it's called. Lake Police or whatever it is. I don't know, but it shows the deputies.
4: I, uh, Mark, I think they call it Good Girls Gone Bad.
1: No, that's <laughs> not it.
4: It's like Pops. Yeah, those commercials only... come on after 11 p.m., but you're asleep by then. so I
1: am asleep by then. But, no, this this show so, like, I'm is I'm not going to tell you
4: that I saw Nicole in one of those commercials. Oh, that's wrong. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. That's wrong.
1: That is. That's totally wrong.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, you know, that is a compliment on, on the other half because she's a hottie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, exactly. Maybe,
1: you know, I, I, what, what can you say? We stay away from family members. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, that was wrong. You are. Wait, he is a. Oh boy, here that's gonna get. Uh, confused.
4: Keep talking. I got one more buoy to pour. Keep talking. Oh my God. Booze. Is that what you what? call it? He's Jim's trying to
1: make ships crash.
0: Yeah, Jim's got see, Jim's pulling in his buoy. I guess that's remember, what he calls
1: that.
2: Remember so. the buoys are red on the right side for returning. And and why would he be left.
1: pulling buoys in? I don't know.
0: Apparently, using taxpayers' money properly.
1: Anyway, hey, um, what else we got to talk about besides nothing?
0: Nothing we'll, uh, done. We'll
1: cover, next time we'll cover. Um,
0: we're gonna do thefts from garages next week because there's a whole chapter on it.
1: Yeah, and that's uh, that happens a lot,
0: and we'll hit on uh, some other of those topics. But you know. and
1: please, please, somebody write in, give us a topic you want to hear about, uh, something that maybe we covered that. Hey, you got your own spin on it or version or had an experience with it. You know, email anonymously. You don't have to leave any information. Just give us a call, let us know. And once again, it's not going to stay that way for long. But the our book that's normally twenty nine ninety five. Out of the, uh, I just told Brent, "Hey, twelve ninety five and he put it on the website for twelve ninety-five. So right now, you can get our book for more than half off at twelve ninety-five, which is a steal. It almost costs us that much to print it. So go on the website, order the book while it's twelve ninety-five. Christmas is going to be coming up. It's a great gift of safety for uh, for family members. Grab a whole bunch of them while the price is still that low.
0: Yeah, and I think if you act right now, we'll give you two for uh, exactly double that. Let's and then
2: shipping's only twelve ninety five, right?
0: Yeah, I think I think shipping's a thousand bucks. So <laughs> it's the only way we make money. So, right. uh, no, don't
4: scare people That's away. You, get, right a, you now, get a great will deal. We'll send you a picture autograph of him dressed as Lady Gaga for Halloween twenty ten.
0: I don't have an infatuation with Lady Gaga. You do. I don't even well, like I use... so
4: thought of you dressing up as her, and then I just totally lost all.
0: Yeah. Well, I sent you a picture of your girlfriend the other night, so. <laughs> hey,
2: I'll have you know she was pretty hot.
0: Yeah, she was. I like the yeah. I like the removable faces. I thought that was a cool feature.
4: Yeah. What about her? I love the outfits too. <laughs> was her meat. Party party means business.
0: Yeah. No the the picture that we sent an email that nobody's going to see, thankfully, because we'll lose our entire listenership if I send it. Yeah, that's Jim's new girlfriend.
4: Hey, bro, where's the whip for? I didn't get that part of it.
0: Uh, goes with the leather. No. Goes with the leather chaps, dude. I didn't. I
4: didn't get the whip thing. You know, I didn't know if she had a horse or you know what what was going on. With yeah, that. she's an equestrian
0: Barbie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what do you think? <laughs> you get it now? <laughs> I got it now. Right. Good
4: looking out.
0: All right, so I guess we'll uh, we'll, we'll wrap up this show, and then uh, I guess Ed, you can tell us. Uh, why the sheriff down there is not our friend anymore?
1: Right, right.
0: Yeah,
2: so. yeah
1: is are you friend?
0: No, it's a long story. Hang on a sec. Let's uh... And so next
1: week. Tell Jim we're gonna start at five, so he might be able to log on at six. Ah, you know, Jim,
0: we're lucky he's here at all. So thank you. Yeah, that's uh, on that note. What we'll do is wrap it up for this week, and we'll see everybody next week.
4: All right. Safe, see you later. Sure. Happy Halloween. Yeah. Happy nice.
0: Halloween. Uh, happy Halloween. <laughs> You got a few days for that, brother. Whatever. Yeah,
4: exactly. The Jim, go, 31st.
1: Go, go blow up some more buoys, Jim. <laughs> oh, that's
4: right. We got yeah. another couple shows before Halloween. Oh, yeah. yeah unless, Brent
1: skip, unless Brent
0: skips another three. Oh, you know, I don't need this.
4: All right.
1: Say bye, Ed. Goodbye. Yeah. <laughs> bye, Ed.